Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Obviously, the origin lineups for the Maroons and for the New South Wales Blues for Game 2 are both out. We obviously did our predicted sides uh, two days ago. Uh, obviously, in the past two days, the lineups did come out. Blues yesterday and then the Maroons two days ago. So we'll have a look at all of those lineups. Every single player picked. We'll mainly go through the new players coming into the side. Uh, as well as all of the injury concerns as well. For some of the Blues players, obviously, uh, you know, they said that Latrell Mitchell and Cam Murray, Cam Murray, sorry, did uh, complete fitness tests. So did Liam Martin coming into this team. But the thing with Liam Martin is he won't actually be able to do full contact training reportedly until the captain's run. So um, that's not really good signs for the Blues. Cam Murray and Latrell Mitchell won't be able to do contact training either until maybe early next week at the latest. So uh, not good signs for players coming into this team, particularly Latrell Mitchell, the guy we you know can break the game open for the Blues. Um, you know I think that's really distressing signs for the Blues if Latrell Mitchell isn't 100%. Same for Cam Murray. Uh, same for Liam Martin as well. If they're not 100%, we are going to be screwed going into Suncorp. Uh, we'll talk about Mitch Moses as well. Obviously, his selection uh, is massive coming into this game. Yes, on Sunday night, he played... Uh, on Monday night, sorry, he played absolutely fantastic. He, uh, you know, definitely earned the jersey. But do you pick Nico Hines, who's been in the squad already in Game 1, in the Game 1 squad, uh, obviously came on out of position for 15 minutes uh, and now is dropped because he had a really bad defensive go at centre. Uh, obviously, in his debut, people are saying that he's not an origin player. Uh, we haven't even seen him play in the halves yet or in that 14 role, which he was supposed to play. So we don't really know if he um, is a quote-unquote origin player. Stephen Crichton had a really shit debut for origin as well. He came in uh, in the following game, obviously, in this game one. I thought he did really, really well. He's in the reserves for the Blues going into this game as well. So if the troll Mitchell isn't 100%, I imagine that he'll come in as the 18th man and go to centre. So, uh, let's have a look at these sides going into game two at Suncorp. So, for the Queensland Maroons, uh, the outs for this game are Jairo. Obviously, he got an injury. Selwyn Cobbo, he had a hip injury in, in game one. Obviously, uh, towards the back end, he was, I believe, taken off. Ben Hunt was put to center. Uh, he, you know, has re-aggravated sorry, that injury, and he'll be out for this one. Uh, Tom Gilbert, uh, he is also out for the season pretty much now with a dislocated shoulder. Uh, that He had surgery on that shoulder, so he will be out for the rest of the year. Uh, and Tom Dearden, which is a weird one. He's not the 18th man anymore. They've actually brought in AJ Brimson. I'm not sure as to whether Tom Dearden has ruled himself out for origin or not, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but AJ Brimson is just one of the ins. Corey Hawes, brother, Big Red, comes in. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him coming off the bench. They've got Mawiki Fodawaka uh, coming off the bench. We'll sort of talk about that in a second as well. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai comes into this side as well as Fodawaka. 
Potawaka and Xavier Coates coming onto the wing, obviously, for the injured Selman Cobbo. The full 17 reads Reese Walsh at fullback, Xavier Coates and Motel Lagi on the wings, Valentine Holmes, Hamaso, Tabby Wifer, Doe at centre, Cam Munster and Dally Cherry Evans in the halves, Lindsay Collins and Tino Fasulamala Aoi in the front row with Ben Hunt at nine, uh, Dave Fafida and Jeremiah Nanai in the back row, Patrick Carrigan at 13, Harry Grant, Tom Flegler, Ruben Cotter, and Mo Fodawaker. Now, as I said, probably would have picked Big Red over Fodawaker going into this game. I mean, you look at the bench, uh, Tom Flegler, Ruben Cotter, and Fodawaker, obviously, as the forwards coming off the bench here. You haven't really got someone that can come on and do a job on the edge other than Ruben Cotter. Yes, he's done a good job uh, on the edge, but is that the way you're going to use him? Are you going to use him as an edge player? Or is he going to come on for Patrick Carrigan and play 13? I probably would have gone for a guy with a bit more versatility that you know can do a job on the edges, like Corey Horsburgh, and you can bring him on in that role, whereas, you know, if there was no injuries, I wouldn't really be bringing Ribbon Cotter on, you know, on an edge. I'd probably have him through the middle. Um, so I think that's pretty much confidence that, you know, Jeremiah and I and Dave Fafita will play the full 80. Uh, I believe Fafita played the full 80 in game one anyway. Uh, so you'd imagine that he'd play the full 80 in this one as well, regardless. Um, yeah, I mean, Xavier Coates coming into this team, it was definitely deserved, especially after his performance uh, last weekend. He was absolutely fantastic. He was really, really impressive, um, scoring a number of tries in the big win that Storm had. Uh, he was fantastic. So obviously, he's the guy to come in for the Maroons in this one. And I'm really excited to see the impact that he has on the, this Maroons outfit. As we just talked about, Jeremiah Nanai comes into this team as well. As I said, does he play 80 minutes of football, Jeremiah Nanai? Only just recently returning from injury. I think he returned from injury about two weeks ago. So do you have confidence in Jeremiah Nanai to play the full 80 minutes of origin? Uh, that's just where this rotation catches me a little bit off guard. Um, I'm sure that Fodawaker doesn't come on on an edge. I'm sure Flegler doesn't come on on an edge. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that Ruben Cotter won't come on on an edge either. So... Um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting rotation if Nanai needs to come off. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how we go. I think, as I said, it's confidence from Billy Slater that he will play the full 80 minutes. Um, you know, Cameron Munster, we'll talk about him a little bit as well. We didn't really see a lot from him in game one. He was very quiet. It was very much so Daly Cherry Evans's team. Um, you know, he was running the show in the number seven jersey. I would love to see, as a fan of rugby league, Cameron Munster get a little bit more involved. Uh, but as a New South Wales fan... Munster, you just do whatever you want, mate. If you don't want to do much, that's fine with me. Um, But yeah, look, as a fan of rugby league, I think I'd love to see Munster get a little bit more involved there. Uh, Lindsay Collins, Tino, really solid in game one. Do we see a late switch up where, uh, you know, Ruben Cotter and Tom Flegler come into the starting side? Tino was obviously one of those guys who was the late switch into the starting side. Are we starting Lindsay Collins and Tino or are we bringing Ruben Cotter on into the front row to start? I think that Billy Slater is going to keep him off the bench. He knows that he can play uh, on the edge now as well. So I think that he's going to stay on the bench, um, Ruben Cotter. And, you know, if they need him in the edge, he'll probably go there. But as I said, as a coach myself, I probably wouldn't put him there. Um, yeah, and that's really all that you need to talk about for the Maroons. I'm still a little bit dirty that they didn't bring in uh, Dane Gagai back into this team. Yes, Xavier Coates has been fantastic and he'll probably do a job for Queensland. But, you know, there is no sense of incumbency in this team. And 
Dane Gagai, obviously, being an incumbent over the past few years. We know uh, the narrative that he comes into origin and just goes to another level. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't been picked in this side to start on the wing. I think that him and Valentine Holmes would have been a really uh, dangerous edge, depending on if he's on the left or right side, Xavier Coates. Uh, I think he'll be on the left side as per game one. Um, but, yeah, look, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, the matchup here with Xavier Coates and Valentine Holmes. The thing with bringing Xavier Coates into this team, and Selwyn Cobbo certainly has an advantage over Josh Adokara in terms of height as well. But more so for Xavier Coates, especially in the year off a Munster or a Daly Cherry Evans kick, that's going to be really dangerous and it's going to be really telling if these two are going at it, uh, if that's the matchup. Even with Brian Toto and Xavier Coates, um, you know, that in the air battle is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, we move on to the New South Wales Blues. Obviously, a few massive outs, one of those being Nathan Cleary. Uh, he'll be out for game two and most likely game three. But what I'm hearing on the Nathan Cleary front is that he will possibly be getting plasma injections in his hamstring, uh, which is set to make him recover a little bit faster then, obviously, after game three, which is when he's set to return. So we could see him come back a little bit sooner. Hopefully, for the Blues, you know, he comes back 100% for game three. That would be unbelievable, especially if we, by some miracle win in game two, it'd be really nice to have Nathan Cleary back for game three. Uh, obviously, coming in for Nathan Cleary is Mitchell Moses. We obviously talked about uh, the tiny bit of controversy around Moses coming into this team. Obviously, there was a lot surrounding him after his game three, I think it was two years ago now. Um, you know, obviously didn't have the best performance, but he did have a fracture somewhere in his back. So you've got to uh, you know, cut a little bit of slack there. I think for the injury that he had uh, and for the circumstances as well, I mean, Queensland were firing in that game as well. Um, I think that Mitchell Moses did okay. I think he did better than the narrative that people are spinning about him at the moment. Um, you know, other outs for this team are Api Corosia broke his jaw, which was really unfortunate because he would have been a great 14 uh, for this hooking rotation. But Reese Robson comes into the side in that 14 role in the number 17 jersey. It's weird how he's named the side in the bench department. But coming into this team, Reese Robson, I am really excited to see how he goes. I think we're going to get more out of Damian Cook playing less minutes. I think that you know, he's going to be a bit more punchier as well, playing maybe 60 or 55 minutes where Reese Robson has that small stint there at number nine. Uh, Reese Robson's defense is unreal. He gets through a ton of work for his side, the North Queensland Cowboys. I think he's a pretty decent selection here. People are dirty on Nico Hines being dropped completely out of this team. I am as well. I think he deserved to be the seven. Uh, and a lot of people wanted him to be the seven as well. Uh, you know, he had his origin audition the other week against the Sharks. He didn't have the best, uh, sorry, against the Storm. He didn't have the best game, obviously, and they got towed up, the Sharkies, but um, you know, I would have still liked to have seen him in that 14 roaming sort of role. Um, but, you know, obviously, Freddie is keen on the two hookers off the bench. If you're not going to have, you know, if you're not going to play Nico Hines in that roaming um, lock forward sort of role, that I really don't think there is any point of having him in the 17. Uh, and, you know, I'm a little, still a little bit filthy that he's not even in the reserves or anything. He's just been dropped completely from the squad, Nico Hines. Um, you know, he would have been great as backup as an 18th man still. 
Um, but yeah, look, I can get why he really isn't in the 17. I think realistically there are two halfbacks in front of him for that jersey. That is Mitch Moses and that is also Adam Reynolds. Uh, I probably would have picked Adam Reynolds over Moses going into game two at Suncorp. You know, it's been... Adam Reynolds at Brisbane for the past two years. He knows Suncorp like the back of his hand. Uh, He's probably the guy that I would have picked going into game two at seven. Uh, He's also more of a game controller than Moses is. Moses is quite frantic, and I feel like it could be a bit too upbeat. Um, Moses coming in with Jerome Luai. I would have loved to have seen, um, you know, Adam Reynolds in there. In saying that as well, there was a lot of talk about the kicking game and that uh, the main aspect that Adam Reynolds would bring into this team is his kicking game. Um, you know, I think that Moses has a great kicking game as well. And we've seen that on the weekend. He has a great running game as well. So, you know, if there is open space, he provides that running game as well as the kicking game as well. Um, you know, I think that in terms of who have I, who I would have picked, I probably would have gone, as I said, for Adam Reynolds. Um, but, you know, Moses provides a lot uh, that, you know, Adam Reynolds provides as well, just in a younger body. So, Look, very keen to see how Moses goes. Hopefully, you know, he is the good omen. We win game two. That would be a fantastic narrative to ride, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, obviously, um, you know, a few outs, a few more outs, I should say, for this Blues team. Uh, Matt Burton is no longer the 18th man. Stephen Crichton is for the Blues. Um, I think that's a big call for Freddie as well, having Matt Burton out completely, as well as Nico Hines out completely. A little bit harsh there from uh, Freddie Fittler, but you have the pressure on you to pick this side. Um, I think that he's made a pretty decent call having both Keon Kalamatangi as backup for obviously Liam Martin and Cameron Murray. I would imagine that if Cameron Murray and Liam Martin aren't good for game two, Spencer Lenu comes into the fray somewhere. He would probably come in as one of the bench forwards if both of those guys aren't 100%. He could come into the extended squad over the next few days. Uh, I would imagine so anyway. Uh, We'll have to wait and see on that one. It would be a real shame to have both Liam Martin and Cameron Murray out, particularly when you look at these forward pack matchups. That would be absolutely devastating. I don't really see the point in having Liam Martin here. Yes, he was fantastic. Yes, I love Liam Martin. Yes, if he plays at 100%, I would love that. But if he's not allowed to do contact training until you know the captain's run, if that, you know, with these concussion protocols and the 11-day stand-down, I mean, you know, I think it'd be worth someone that having someone in there that can do the contact training. And I think that's the, the sort of thing that they're going to be looking out for if they bring in Keon Kalamatangi into this 17 or not. Uh, a guy that has been doing the contact training all week or for the rest of this week, I should say. Um, that's going to be a big call for Freddie to make, but we'll have to wait and see what he does. Uh, look, I could be wrong, and Liam Martin comes out even without doing contact for those few days and absolutely kills it. Could be totally wrong on that front. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a tough call to make here for Freddie to what to do um, with Keelan Kalamatangi and Stephen Crichton. But Stephen Crichton is in there at the 18th man for Matt Burton. If uh, you know you were waiting to hear what I was going to say about Matt Burton after that long dribble there getting distracted. Uh, it's a very Pangai Jr. obviously out of this side as well. Um, you know, he didn't have the best game one performances. Uh, performance, you know, his audition to get back into this side for game two wasn't great either. He was making a bunch of silly plays and that was the narrative uh, of game one for him as well. Uh, I a bunch of silly offloads that gifted uh, the Maroons the ball. 
It's why they had as much possession as they did, the Maroons, because of silly plays. Not just made by Tafita Pangai Jr., made by the whole team. Um, but, you know, I think the connection and the discipline of this Blues team is going to be a big thing. Uh, let's read out the full 17. So, for the Blues going into Game 2, James Tedesco's at fullback. Brian Tyo and Josh Adokar are on the wings. Latrell Mitchell, Tom Trevojevic in the centres. Jerome Luai, Mitch Moses in the halves. Edunia Poldo and Payne Haas in the front row. Uh, we have Damian Cook at 9. Tyson Frizzell and Hudson Young in the back row. Isaiah Yo at 13. Stefano Utsukamanu, Cam Murray, Liam Mar- Martin Reese Robson on the bench there for the Blues. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I hope that Tom Trevojevic and, and Josh Adokar get used a little bit more in this side. That would be really nice uh, to have both of those guys being used a little bit more. Obviously, in game one, Tom Trevojevic had to go to the other side of the field just to get the ball in his hands. Let's hope that that's not the theme of this game going into game two. And I think Latron Mitchell being in the side, uh, it will even things out a little bit. You've got two big game breakers. If Tom Trevojevic plays anything like he did for Manly last week, he is going to be an absolute handful for Valentine Holmes in Game 2. This really is the redemption game of Tom Trevojevic, and it really is the breakout game of Latrell Mitchell in Game 2 of Origin. That's Suncorp. Uh, kicking game is going to be pivotal. You know, Queensland, they have won four of their last five games against the Blues, which is a pretty shit stat, but it's true. In terms of wins at Suncorp, this is really the stinger. Uh, 64% for the Maroons. They have won 38 out of 59 games compared to the Blues, 34%, which is 20 from 59 games for the Blues. So massive advantage for the Maroons. Can they get the win over the Blues? I'm tipping my Blues. There's no way in hell that I'd be going against my Blues team. I'm definitely going to go for the Blues in this one over the Maroons. But there you go. That's my team list reaction going into game two. One.